he was like literally knocked out. Um, yeah, so, but I believe that's the reason why, I mean, don't quote me, but I believe that's the reason why her tooth was knocked out was because she had a fight with his baby mama and um, the baby mama knocked out that front tooth. And so she was like, you know, rocking with this missing front tooth. And so she finally got it fixed. But then on top of it getting fixed, then she put a picture of his face on the tooth. And so yeah, and I like seen she, that. He made her take that shit off, man. That shit was great. And then she be she be popping the tooth in and out and shit. Like she don't give a damn. But she so apparently <clears throat> he had another baby with his baby mom. And he gifted the baby mom with a, um a necklace. For having his baby or whatnot. And they put it out on the internet and stuff. And, you know, it hurt Krishan. She was really hurt behind that. And um, and then, like, right before the baby came, there was another moment where they were out. And they ended up getting into a fight. And they both was fighting each other. And they was, like, on the street fighting each other. And it's just, it's been a whole lot lately between them two, you know. But a couple of days ago, she posted that he officially asked her to be his girlfriend. And I'm like, they ain't been together this whole time? So, yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a terrible, it's a sad, terrible situation like even after the fight that they had on the street he he was online and he was just looking like pathetic and was just like how much will it will it cost for you to leave me alone like can I get you a hundred thousand dollars and I guess she she tweeted that ain't no money um ain't enough money for me to leave you alone or some stuff so um it's just like being played. I mean, it 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 was a. Uh, I just seen a video of him and uh, Big Purr uh, together. Who is Big Purr? You know what, what's that little chick's name? She they, they call me Big Purr. <laughs> got that song. She got that song. Uh, uh, damn, Benzino's fucking daughter. Oh, you talking about um, Coyle Ray? Call the right. Yeah, they, it, it was, it's a viral video popping up with them hugged up together. Mm. So, like, wow. she's just used to getting played, man. She, listen, shout out to um the women who just don't give a fuck about being side pieces because she, she, she been knowing she's just a back burner motherfucker. Yeah, she's okay with it. She is. A-okay with it. Um, but as of a couple of days ago, they're official, which is ridiculous. Like I thought they had been official, but toxic loves toxic. That is extreme. That is an extremely toxic situation. It's, it's like the worst case because she just, she just won't leave him alone. And it's like, and you can't do nothing about it. You know, they're grown. Yeah. You know? Grown as hell. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then it just like seeing that video of her on that show, it was like, damn, she had potential, you know? And she's just letting the shit go to waste because she's with this fool. You know? And he's one of them doing... people, you, I, you, you, she like it, I love it. Fuck it. She want to... Yeah. That's what she want to do. And that's what she want to do. She ain't... If she couldn't see the potential in herself, then we show can't tell her. Right. Right. It's just it's just sad. It's just sad to watch, you know. Um, but that's them. Like you can't you can't really do too much about it. Cause I mean it's even sad on his end too, because it's just like how can you get away from this lady? Because she's toxic as well. Like they both toxic for one another. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's just it's just sad to watch, you know, all parties involved. But they've been, they've been like, you cannot get on the internet a whole day without seeing something about them. Like they even put out a song that's talking about their toxic ass relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it's sad that you know. It, it, it comes to a point where they can't even it would be detrimental to their careers if they left each other alone. That's how fucked up it has become. So you think that their career would suffer if they leave each other alone? Yeah, like what when have you heard a hit from uh Blueface? You haven't in a while. So when have you ever heard a, a hit from her? You haven't at all. Exactly, and so yeah. they're, they're they're sucking off of each other's tit of fame, and that means if they separate, their their money would dwindle. Or if they separate, they can focus on their craft and come out with some quality work. Yeah, you think so, but that's not how they're thinking, right? Because this right. shit is getting right. paid. Yeah, music ain't getting them paid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you you got a point there. You got a point there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, music was getting Blueface paid for a minute, but now Blueface ain't getting paid like that. I don't even think he's doing shows like that no more because you ain't came up with nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't think of nothing else that he's done um, outside of <laughs> he did um, Bad Boys Houston, the auditions. Um, he was one of the judges for the auditions, and that was entertaining. But it was three judges. He wasn't the only judge. So, yeah. yeah. I know um, he was going down when he when, when he, he got his own OnlyFans. I was like, damn, that nigga. Yeah, because he kept getting kicked off of Instagram. Yeah. And he had like a harem at one point. He had a harem of women. And that's what that's the last thing I thought he was doing was the whole harem of women women on OnlyFans. But I guess he doesn't have that no more. But mm -mm. I don't know, man, but I mean, 
hey, you can't you can't do too much about it, but watch watch the um the car wreck, I guess. That's it. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. So yeah. Hopefully, um, you know, something happened and um she'll get her shit together because she's a very um She's a very athletic, athletically talented woman. As yeah. far as that song she got out, not so much. No, 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 no. <laughs> that song I am cool on, but um, but yeah. So yeah, so that's bullshit. Maybe she could be like that. Jake Paul and uh, start doing celebrity fights, beating these bitches up, because she can beat some bitches up. Oh, yeah, but... <clears throat> and with the proper training, the proper training, this bitch can be dangerous. Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying, but who would be stupid enough to get in the ring with her? She Anybody need some money? Yeah. She would be great as a, as a boxer, not just like a celebrity boxer, but like a legit boxer. Or a, a yeah. um, pro wrestler. Yeah, I can see I mean, her pro wrestling. Right, she got hands, but <clears throat> I can see her. I can see her checking out or clicking out rather and fighting for real with wrestling. Maybe MMA. Right. MMA would probably be. She best. can do that. She can definitely do that. Yeah, yeah. MMA. Because she got hands, so if they teach her the ground and pound game, she'll be a real dangerous bitch. Because she'll take one to give one. That's that's. That's the yeah. whole trick in a nutshell of, of, of fighting. You that's the common law. You gotta take one to give one. Yeah. And she will take one to get in that ass. Yeah. Yeah, my money would be on her. She definitely should look into that. Um, but yeah, but that that's Blueface and Krishan. <laughs> All right. So um we're going ahead and um give it to you in regards to the uh the next the next okay. topic let me uh let me channel my reporter uh I am in. um okay ladies and gentlemen if we've uh don't have the interwebs or we um we're off the grid and you just happen to pop onto this show um monday there was a woman who uh got arrested in atlanta um, for uh, trespassing, basically. She was uh, at the park in Atlanta after 11 o'clock, and it is a new law that no one can be at the park um, after 11 p.m. Um, the video went viral, and it was only like maybe three minutes of the video that went viral, and the video that we've seen was her asking the officer why she's getting arrested and um, basically getting um, getting accosted. She was trying to explain, uh, ask why she was getting arrested, why getting arrested. So we didn't see anybody getting, uh, Miranda rights. We didn't see, uh, what, uh, what happened before this. We just watched a black woman, um, basically get man handled by the police. So, uh, for me, that already put me in an uproar because of what has been going on between black folks and the police for years. Uh, that being said, 
I had the privy, privy, excuse me, to watch uh, 38 minutes of the body cam that the police men had. And in his body cam, um, you see him roll up on her and the dude she was with. Tell them that, you know, he don't know if they're from out of town or, you know, they're just not new or they just new in this area. But uh, there's a law that you can't be here after 11 o'clock. Can I see you guys ID? I'm gonna go to my car, check everything out. He did that. He came back and he uh, gave them two tickets for being in the park after 11. Now he gave it to the, uh, the man came up first and he explained the ticket to him. And the man asked, uh, do I have to sign this? The police officer said, you don't have to sign it, but if you refuse to sign it, you will go to jail. He has said this. Now, at this point, the young lady who, her name is Angel Geis. Uh, Angel Geis came over there and he said, it's a ticket for you to sign. Uh, she said, what's your name? He gave her his last name. She said, what's your first name? He said, I don't have to give you that. She asked for the badge number. He gave her the badge number. Now she gets on her phone like she is um, writing this information down, but I don't think she is um, because of the question she asked after. She asked him again what his name was. He gave it to her. Um, she asked again for his badge number. He gave it to her. Then he explained to her that, um, you know, uh, what she was getting the ticket for. Um, she again, then she asked him again, what's his badge number? He said, I'm not going to give it to you again. I've already gave it to you twice. Um, he told her, uh, to sign the ticket. She said, I'm not. He told her, um, you know, if you refuse to sign the ticket, you will go to jail. She said, no, I, uh, she was, he said, I will take you to jail. She said, no, you won't. Again, kept on asking for his badge number at this point. He was like, okay, so are you refusing? She said, yes. He proceeds to take his cuffs out and arrest her. She, at this point, um, is trying to ask what she's getting arrested for. He's like, man, I'm not, we're not going to keep having this conversation. You know, um, at that point, she puts her phone down and the video we see is the video that uh, the video that went viral is the video that we see from the guy she was with that turned on the camera. Why at this time she says, "Okay, Mr. Uh, Brooks, I will sign the ticket." So it, what we seen looks like he was just being belligerent. The truth of the matter was she had a whole ass attitude and was. Uh, I guess in, in, in white people's terms, he, she was giving way too much sass. And she was going to jail for her actions. And he, she was told that. Now, um, I'm not going to get into details of what went further. What I will say is um, the officer did practice patience. But at the same time, I feel like he was an asshole. Because I'm just not, I'm just not gonna take you out of jail. I, the minute you tell me I'll sign the ticket, 
I'm I'm a I'm a release you, but that's just me. Uh, I feel like she was a hundred percent out of character the whole time, cause she just uh she just came with attitude. You know, most of us fear for our life when we're around police. I know I'm one of those. I'm one of those people that fear for my life, and I will comply. I do everything but suck your dick and let you fuck me in the ass. I'm gonna just keep it one hundred. Um. But, you know, sobriety test or whatever you need. I'm going to do that because I fear for my life. I've seen too much shit. You know, I, I, I've, I, have, I have family members that died from cops. Um, rest in peace to my cousin uh, Doodlebug for that. Um, so I have a fear for police. She didn't. And I'm not saying you're supposed to. But from what everything we didn't see, you're not supposed to have that type of attitude. But, again... People, I'm telling y'all, um, the true villain in this whole scenario was the bitch ass nigga she was with. Because that officer explained everything to this man before she came up there with an attitude. Now, if I give a fuck about you, I don't give a fuck if we dating, you my friend, you my sister, you my relative, you just a bitch I met in the club. If I already know what this man said, if you refuse for a ticket, I'm going to just tell you, go ahead and sign. Don't even trip. Just sign the ticket. This whole ass nigga didn't say a word while she was going through this nasty ass rant. He didn't say a word. And then he had the nerves to pick up her phone and start taping the situation. When that situation didn't even have to go there. And all you hear is his whole ass in the back talking about, you ain't got to do her like that. You ain't got to. Uh, uh, that's too much. Why, why are you doing that? Now you're going to throw her to the ground. Man, come on. What's going on? Blah, 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 blah. Whole ass nigga, she going through this because you didn't stop this from the jump. You know you with a bitch that don't listen. She proved that. She proved that when that man gave, him, gave her his name and his badge number twice. She proved she don't listen to a goddamn thing. You were supposed to cut that shit short and say, hey, just sign a ticket and let's get the fuck out of here. Like, that's it. Like, just to be in nigga form. Even if that wasn't your bitch, that's just somebody you were sliding for the night. She got a, she had a nice body. So, come on, man, don't fuck your pussy up for the night. Let her sign a ticket and get the fuck on. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Now, you know, and and I I, I want to say you know, um, white women ain't the only one to do crocodile tears. You know, she was sassy until them cuffs came on, and then all of a sudden she starts screaming in the blood of Jesus and crying and shit. All this so extra. You wasn't that tough. You I mean, excuse me. You was just tough as a motherfucker until that motherfucking metal slapped your wrist. So you ain't tough for real. I know niggas talk shit in cuffs. Tell them motherfuckers why I'm a, I, I'll break these motherfuckers and beat your ass. Like, nigga, if you not that all the way through, then don't act like that. You play stupid games, you get stupid prizes, and that's what happened to it. How do you feel about this? <laughs> um, <clears throat> I feel like that's why we need body cams. Exactly. Like everybody across the board. Like I remember when the body cam was a um, hot topic a couple years ago, 
my whole stance was is that if they don't have a body cam on or if it's not working, because some cops were trying to be like, oh, it doesn't work, blah, blah, blah. I feel like if you don't, if your body cam is not working, you're off the clock and you need to get your ass back to the precinct to figure out what's going on. I feel like that because um, the clip that the, um, the guy recorded tells a totally different story than the body cam footage. Yeah, so um, the body cam footage does give the full um, the full story, which, yeah, from from what you from what you have explained, <clears throat> it sounds like it sounds like they both could have handled the situation better. Like once once she said, "Hey, I'm gonna sign the ticket." Even though we just had this whole back and forth exchange, I didn't pull these cuffs out or whatnot. The cop could have been like, that's all you had to do in the first fucking place. Sign the damn ticket so we can get out of here. Exactly. You know? Like, I don't want to take you to jail over something stupid like this. I don't want to do the paperwork. Like, like he could have, he could have, I would have, I would have rather him just cuss her out for going through all of that. But sign the mm-hmm. damn ticket. Because this is stupid. It's not like it's that big of a deal. Y'all weren't out here doing nothing extra. Y'all just was here past the time. So it's not it's not that big of a deal. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> In the same breath, he could have gave them a warning and been like, hey, I don't know where y'all from. I don't know if y'all know, even though it signs up. Uh, but y'all ain't supposed to be here. Y'all need to go ahead and leave. If they would have done extra, then that's when you'd be like, all right, well, give me your IDs. Since you want to do all that, then we we can go there. You know what I'm saying? That to me, that's when you go there. But he he could have just been like, "All right, y'all need to leave. Y'all ain't supposed to be here." Um, right. And 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 then the um, not to cut you off, but to uh, clarify, um, and I hate to sound like I'm on the cops' side, but to clarify um, that situation, um, that, that law was passed because prior to that, um, they had two people die in this park. So when that cop really went, when, when that cop was patrolling that park and seeing, he had to walk up on to see it was a, a nigga and a girl. So when he was going up there anyway, you know, and I hate to say it like that, but you know, if you, we already got two murders in this park, I'm kind of cautious of who I'm rolling up on, you know, yeah, that, that, that could be one thing. And then on the, on the other thing, I'll say maybe he had to give, he had to make that girl the example because he already explained it to the guy. Like maybe his patience wasn't, wasn't running thin with her, but his patience was running thin with the man because settle this bitch down. But see, and that's another thing um, with cops is that they need more training on how to handle people because everybody's not going to be the textbook um, person that you interact with. You got a whole bunch of different people you interact with with a whole bunch of different personalities. We Situations do not need to be escalated to this point when it's something as simple as leaving a park. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> so yeah. So, 
I feel like more training to handle people should be involved. You know, like something like this should not have went viral. You know, whether you, whether you feel whoever is wrong, like this is this is silly. This is really silly. And um, yeah, like you, I mean, you can pick a side on who's right, who's wrong, um, but who's supposed to be in control of the situation is the cop. So it didn't have to go yeah. as far as it did, you know, but it definitely did not. Yeah, but technically, you know, um, he, I mean, like technically, he went by the the um, rules. So yeah, and then if he prefaced it with "I don't know if y'all are from here" or anything like that, he could have gave them, you know, just on the strength because he don't know where they're from. Like he could have gave them grace and just been like, you know. I don't know where y'all from or whatever, but this is the deal. I don't know if y'all saw the signs, even though they're posted, but y'all ain't supposed to be here, so can y'all leave? Like I don't. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that it, it was signs being posted. It was signs posted that they weren't supposed to be there past eleven. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I don't, I don't understand why he couldn't have just, you know, why did he have to go as as to give them a citation in the first place, you know, when he could have just easily been like, you know, y'all ain't supposed to be here. We're going ahead and um, exit. Like, I'm, I would have been curious to see how much pushback he would have gotten had he went that route, you know. So, but, um, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> Well, like like I said in the beginning, I'm glad that the uh, that they do have the body cam because you need to see the full scope because that little clip they would have had people marching. <laughs> yeah, you know because me seeing the little clip, I was hot because I'm like, what is all it is for? And I mean, why yeah, is he not like it's because he threatened the taser? Like what we seen was him. Like, Putting her, throwing yeah. her to the ground and threatening the taser. Yeah. So, yeah. And it just you know, we just, we're looking at it like, you know, like you said, niggas better march for this shit. Even D.L. Hewley was on that shit, but D.L. Hewley didn't see the whole thing. Right, right. Because all we saw, all we saw was this clip, you know, and context is everything, you know, and that's why they be pushing for people to for the police to release the body cam footage so we can see the whole thing. Now, sometimes when they do release that body cam footage, this shit be fucked up as as we thought. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As we thought. But this one, this one, not so much. But in the same breath, the cop was supposed to be in charge of the whole situation to where it could have went a better way. Like he, like. He didn't have to go that far with giving them a citation. He could have just asked them to leave. So, but and maybe I mean you know I I will I will full heartedly say you know maybe he was being petty, maybe he realized you know uh, he ran the dude's name and then he ran the chick's name. Maybe one of them motherfuckers was married and they was out in the park trying to get some cutty 
you know, on a sneak. Like maybe he was being petty that way. Like, you know what? I'm gonna give you bitch ass niggas a ticket. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we rolled up on them, they was hugged up on each other. It, it'd be fucked up if you find out one of them had a significant other. Yeah, right. And this is how you find out. This is how uh, you find out. Like we we all up in the uproar right now, and a week later, it'll be a man on TV like that's stupid. Ass. That's why I didn't bond that bitch out. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So, um, yeah. I mean, it could have. It honestly, it could have went way worse. It could have been way you know, worse. To keep it real, it could have been like you know he didn't uh. He could have been like really, really crazy and like assaulted her to get her arm behind her back. Now, all I'm talking right now would have been thrown out the window if he would have like jabbed her in the face to like get her disoriented in order to like grab her arm and try to arrest her. Because these motherfuckers do that type shit too. Yeah. And we've seen those videos. We've seen those videos where they have him pinned down. I remember that one cop had that lady pinned down on in the grass in between um in between traffic on the highway and he was like just tagging her in her face and it's like for what like you already got her pinned down why are you doing this you know what i'm saying so it could have it could have went 10 times worse but um gratefully it didn't but it could have went. I just seen a, um, I just seen a, a, a cop show in Canada where this bitch was. They had already hog tied her. She was fighting a hog tie, and they just threw her ass in the snow, like literally tossed her in the snow, <laughs> like bitch, stop fighting. Calm down, so, pull off, right? <laughs> so legit, he, as much as we saying he was, it, you know, it could have went a different way. He could have literally been on some bullshit. Yeah. Right, right. And you can tell by the way that his build was, <clears throat> he didn't really have to do too much to to um apprehend her. No. But he was he he was not using full force or anything like that. It, cause she was no she but was that's really why he threatened the taser, because he didn't want to rip her fucking arm from her socket. Yeah, because he could have easily done that. He could have easily done that, but <clears throat> like it could have went, it could have went way worse, but it could have went much better. You know, like we shouldn't be talking about it. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be a viral moment. It shouldn't be. Yeah. That, if I said the whole ass nigga she was with should have just said sign the ticket, go home. He should have got some cutty and went to his wife. Yes. <laughs> And then that's another thing because signing a citation is not admission. You, if you feel like that is one hundred percent false, sign the shit, take it to a lawyer, fight that shit in court. So the precinct, I mean, you handle it after, but get out of that situation alive. You know, that's the focus. Get out of that situation alive. Whatever I got to do to go home is what I'm gonna do. Exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, but that's that situation. Um, another situation. Actually, I do have um, a video of this 
This has actually happened in a suburb in our hometown of um, Kansas City, Missouri, if anybody doesn't know. Um, the suburb is called Lee Summit, Missouri. They have a um, water park <clears throat> that uh, a couple of teenagers were going to throw um, a birthday party at. They rented out the park. They uh, they paid they paid the money they bought. They had extra security um, that they paid for as well. All to get to the park right before the start of the of the party and be told that they don't feel comfortable with them having the party. Now, mind you, nobody is there yet. This was right before the party started. So um, this actually has gone viral to the point where Roland Martin is involved. He interviewed the father. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to share my screen. Because you're not comfortable. Because you're not so um basically what it is it says racist racism exposed missouri water park goes viral for denying black park goers um <clears throat> summit ways under fire after a group of 200 people arrived for a party that was booked days prior and was denied access due to their skin color um, the group arrived at Summit Ways for a party minutes later were denied because of an owner told them she didn't feel comfortable with letting them in. The parents and others said race played a major factor of why they were denied access. The owner told them that she would refund their money and proceeded to shut the pool down. Many are left in disbelief. Kids left upset and some of them even shed tears. The owner said she didn't feel comfortable, then proceeded and told the group that they didn't represent Summit Ways. No public statements have been made by the park or the city of St. Louis at this time. Um, so, um, like I said, the father went on Roland Martin and um, with his lawyer, and they gave a little bit more um, information, a little bit more context to what was going on. Um, basically, what happened was that they had this party. Of the their two sons are um, pretty popular on YouTube. They have their own YouTube channel, and 
they were throwing a birthday party slash end of the summer party at this water park in the summit. <clears throat> Excuse me. They paid over $2,000. Um, they hired extra security. They paid for about like 250 guests. And from what the father said on Rolling Martin was that if they paid a couple of hundred dollars more, they could have had about 1400 I think the capacity of the um, of the park lets them have about 200 or lets them have about 1400 And then they said they had about 600 on average at the park. So if they would have paid a couple hundred more, they could have had up to capacity. But um, they had about 250 deaths that were planning to arrive. At the time that they got there, as you saw in the video, it was not even 50 people there at the time. But um, the party was supposed to start at 7. They decided around 5.30 the same day that they was not going to allow them to come. Um, they claimed they called and let them know that they were canceling the event. But they called excuse me, they called a work phone, excuse me, around 5.30 on a Saturday to try to tell them that they were going to cancel the um, their event. And of course, on a Saturday, calling a work phone, more than likely you're not going to get nobody. So, um, yeah, so they show up, they denied them access, they try to say they're not comfortable but they're not giving a reason as to why they're not comfortable. Then the lady proceeds to say that like 15 parents called about the um, event. Well, the conversations that they were probably having with the, with the 15 parents that called was probably <laughs> like um, talking about more specifically like, do y'all have enough lifeguards? Like, what is the type of um, area? Like, do you, are y'all equipped to handle? Like, you know, just, you know, general stuff because they just didn't want to just drop their kids off at a water park, you know? So, um, yeah, so apparently that's what, they're not really necessarily saying what made them feel uncomfortable. Of course, because we know what made them feel uncomfortable. Um Another thing they're trying to say was that <clears throat> you're not supposed to uh, you're not supposed to promote your private event on social media. But the father in his interview said that the um, contract doesn't say that you're not supposed to promote it. It asks a question: Are you going to promote it on social media? And so his pushback is that like that's how you communicate. You know, everything is social media, you know. So um, Lee Summit also tried to say that their estimate, like their estimate that the other people that arrived was about 500 people. But how can you estimate if you didn't take count of people? And then they said that by the time that they completely dispersed was around eight o'clock. But yeah, you can't estimate a lunch. I mean, you, you can estimate all you want to, but that doesn't mean that's an actual number of how many people came for the event. Right. And then on top of that, if once you're letting people in, you can take count of how many people you're letting in for the event. All you need is a simple clicker. 
You know what I mean? And then if they pay for 250 guests, once you get to 251, stop. I can't let nobody in. We're at capacity. How hard is that? That's pretty much what you do with any place, you know what I'm saying, that ain't got a list of people to let in, you know. So mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> they're just giving a whole bunch of BS answers. Uh, they they um, got their money back um, like two days later. But they're, as far as um, anything else, Lee Summit is not trying to have a conversation with them. Uh, they only had the conversation about how to get the money back to them. So um, it sounds like they're just basically standing down on what on what happened. They're not trying to make things right. They're not really giving too much of a um, of a statement. And on top of that, one of the lifeguards thought she was cute and posted a picture of her in her lifeguard uniform and posted on Snapchat saying, hey, we're basically getting canceled, but I don't give a single fuck or some shit like that. So, um, yeah. You know, Kansas City, if don't nobody know, is a very racist area. You know, they, and then before Trump, because Trump put a lot of batteries in people's backs to be um, overt with their racism. But before Trump, they was very passive aggressive with their racism, especially in the suburbs. I know I dealt with it because um, I went to a middle school and high school in one of the suburbs here. And I dealt with it in school. You know, it's funny because like a few months ago, I went out to eat with my mom and we got on this conversation. And she doesn't, she, I guess she didn't know what all I had to deal with. She just knew I hated going to the school, but it was a lot that I had to deal with going to a school that was predominantly white, but you know, it is what it is at this point. But uh, yeah, I mean, but, but post Trump, they're very overt with their racism. They don't give a damn about anybody that's offended you know it just is what it is and we just supposed to just deal with it <clears throat> excuse me but uh what are your thoughts on the situation my thoughts is uh basically um i don't think they ever was in a closet on their right I, I think in kansas city like in the city of Kansas City, yeah, they were kind of, you know, passive aggressive uh, before Trump. But like Lee Summit, Raymore, uh, Belton, those those motherfuckers been racist. We've been knowing they racist. Um, uh, when Obama was president, I lived in Raymore. I used to go to this diner all the time. I went one time and they was having an NRA meeting. And the lady told me flat out, hey, you know, you probably you, you probably don't want to be here right now. It's like these motherfuckers over here really, really going to be that kind with you. Yeah. So I know I'm saying racism been a factor around this these parts. Mm. Um, 
for them to even act like this is anything less than racism is I, it's a tragedy uh travesty excuse me because like why play like that give i i, I call the least known i call the work number and let you know to cancel this motherfucker i don't call you directly then i tell you i don't feel comfortable but i can't tell you why i don't feel comfortable like come on man you know what it is it was uh they booked this fucking uh spot for these people and then somebody told them oh you know that such and such and such and such they looked it up seen these two little black boys being quote unquote youtube stars and they said hell no nah, we ain't gonna have all these niggas up here basically basically that's, what, that's what i was saying last night i was just like somebody put it online and they got word they probably saw a flyer and was like fuck that you know what i'm saying yeah we decided up for that right and then for them to say that they don't represent uh the park that means we don't want your kind here yeah right because what is it about these people that doesn't represent the park like it's people that's going to play in the water what what about that doesn't represent the park it just it, it it gives me them uh vibes uh of uh, I don't know if you've seen that old picture, but it's an old picture about uh seeing black people in a pool and they 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 looking frustrated and trying to like hurry up and get out of it. In the background, you see an old man pouring chlorine in the motherfucking pool, like he's pouring more chlorine than he's supposed to. They irritate the fuck out these niggas so they can get the fuck out of his pool. Oh, I, never I don't know that. if you ever seen this uh, picture, but this is this the vibes it gives me. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know <clears throat> what is I mean what is giving as well is that before when we had segregated pools, um, sometimes there was pools that it just was white. It it wasn't like no other pool. That was there or whatever. And, and so, yeah, I know it's like a stereotype and a running joke that black people can't swim. But the reason why um, that stereotype came into effect was because back in the day, there was a lot of pools that were just strictly whites only and right. black people swim. So where was they going to swim to learn how to swim? You know, and then remember, um, I don't know if you ever saw Introducing Dorothy Dandridge, that sh um, movie that came, it came out probably like in the late 90s, mm -hmm. that Mary, uh starred in as Dorothy Dandridge. Well, there was yeah. a scene, there was a scene of her being at a hotel and <clears throat> she dipped her toe in the pool. And as soon as she dipped her toe in the pool, a whole bunch of white people started getting out the pool because they were pissed off that this black woman just dipped her toe in the pool. And she did that to piss them off because, you know, they were being, um, they were going by the Jim Crow laws, you know. And so then that night, um, it kind of backfired because that night what they did was they drained the pool and had the black workers cleaning the pool, scrubbing the pool. So it kind of backfired what she did, you know. But they did that because you know they they racist and they were going off of the Jim Crow laws 
And they were thinking that this whole pool was now tainted because this black woman dipped her toe in the pool. Man. You know? Even speaking like, of that, it reminds me of, uh, you know, we had a water park in the 70s, like, I think 60s and 70s here. Uh, uh, and they, uh, that motherfucker was uh, segregated. Like, I think it was only one day blacks can go. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember like, there was and like. And that dude, they, they talk about that dude being a blatant racist, period. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a pool that they had, like, a, it was like in the um, early 1900s that I used to be in this, um, in this group that talked about Kansas City history. And they posted a picture about this pool. I can't think of the name of the pool to save my life, but it was like what? Where it was like in the city? It was in the city somewhere, but I mean the picture. Yeah, you said, it was, I, I think I, I want to say it was. Uh, I know exactly what you're talking about because it was. Um, it was damn near up my way. It was like in the. Uh, I want to say the '70s or the '80s. Yeah, 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 and um, it had something like the name of it had something to do with electricity. But I can't remember the name of it. But the I had to get out of the group because they kept like I get that it's like a group talking about Kansas City history and whatnot, but they kept sharing stuff that was triggering because yeah, it maybe it may be the Kansas City history, but y'all not looking at the full history because they were sharing J.C. Nichols stuff, which we know he was a flat out racist, um, and then yes. they shared. And it was just they making it seem like it was just such a great time and such and it's like uh it's not necessarily a great time for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. there's a reason why when you show this picture of this water park, there's nothing but white people in it. You know. So <clears throat> and, Shit, you know. we realized at one point the landing was uh, the landing wasn't for us. The what? When the landing wasn't for us. Right. Hell, um, was Swope Park waiting for us? <laughs> yeah. Listen, you know, I seen an old pictures of the Landon Mall. Nigga, when the niggas start coming, that shit went. That, like, I didn't even know they had all the bullshit today. <laughs> you yeah. know, by the time I start going to the Landon Mall, half of the side of the other side didn't even work anymore. Yeah. It was just the one fucking Landon strip. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even know it was an outside mall till somebody told me. Like, yeah. So man, they had uh, man, that shit was popping. That yeah. shit, I seen those pictures. I was like, the landing was the shit. Yeah, yeah, it, it was at one point. It was. And then they started letting niggas come, and they was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Fuck, we don't give a fuck about renewing nothing, picking that, putting. We we ain't doing shit. We all the little shit. We taking all the. Good shit down. Half these buildings we ain't even gonna occupy. Right. And we gonna make whoever on you said what? They didn't even care about having the air on at one point. No. Yeah. 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 They uh that's a whole nother topic. (laughs) The landing was shit. I, I used to think the landing was cool when I was little, and then I seen those pictures. I realized the landing wasn't shit. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's just, <clears throat> excuse me. It's just a, it's, it's, it's just, it's terrible. It's terrible what happened to these kids, you know, like their birthday is going to be tainted for the rest of their lives. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And those people don't give a damn. They're not trying to make shit right. They're not trying to have a come to Jesus moment. They're not trying to have nothing. They, they're trying to let the shit pass. That's what they're trying to do. And the shit is the, hopefully because the family is now being represented, hopefully they keep their foot on your necks for some type of uh, resolution. I don't know what the resolution will look like, but you know. If, if she was bold enough to, to, to uh, kick them out of there, her lawyer's gonna have them in litigation for so long, they're gonna settle for a little bit of nothing. Yeah, you think so? I think unless unless like um they try to pick it up as a hate crime. I mean, there's no other reason. There's no other reason. Like nothing happened to where they would cancel the party. Nothing happened. They didn't even allow like, shit to happen. Yeah, just being sued. Yeah, they, her lawyer can put that shit through litigation forever. But hate crime, if it's if, if they push it as a hate crime, then they might try to hurry up and get the you know what I'm saying and, and get this shit over with. Yeah, they might they might try to settle before it even goes that far, you know. But um that shit was trash. That shit was straight trash, you know what I'm saying? So um yeah, hopefully they hopefully they keep their foots on their necks and bring awareness, you know, to how racist this area is. Because I remember a few years ago, um, I was talking to a friend that I have down in Texas, and I had to tell her, like, you know, people forget that Missouri was a slave state. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even though we're Midwest, it was a slave state nonetheless. And this racist shit still happens here to this day. You know, now I remember when I lived in Atlanta, there was the reason why I say it was passive aggressive here was because when I lived in Atlanta, I saw it blatant, overt, you know, um, like back then it would be like you had to question and be like, OK, am I feeling this way? Because this is legit. Because compared to the shit that was happening to me down there, it was like, OK, this is like there's no question about it. But yeah, um, the shit now, especially post Trump, the shit now, like folks don't give a damn, you know. They wear like a badge of honor. So, yeah, but um, yeah. So that's what's going on in local news that went viral. Yeah. Um. Do you have? <laughs> City news, everybody. City news. Right, right. So, <clears throat> so yeah. So that that's what's going on here. Um, so, let's see. Um, next up. Okay, so bring we bring out our special guest. Do you want to go there? Or do you want to go to that? Um, <laughs> the question: The what will you do? Question. No, we, we we bring out our special guest. Okay, so now we get to talk to our special guest, Jasmine. 
um, because Lily doesn't watch P Valley. I will not. My, I, I will. I refuse to watch P Valley. Um, yeah. <laughs> for my, my own personal reasons, y'all. You know, I just, I just don't feel like I want to see um, a man sex scene. I'm not. I'm. I, when I say that, I, I always try to clarify when I say that because I don't want to offend nobody. I just don't want to see it. I don't. I'm not saying it ain't entertainment. I ain't saying that. You know what I'm saying? People don't do. You know what I'm saying? Watch it. I just don't. I don't want to see nobody um, pull a dick out that's longer than the ride over here for another nigga. I just don't. I, I, I'm not comfortable with that yet in my life. But like you said, Lindsay, we do have a special guest. She is the beautiful, the phenomenal Jasmine. If y'all don't know who Jasmine is, um, I'll let y'all know uh, Jasmine is my side piece. I've been with her for now. I'm just lying. Uh, <laughs> Jasmine is my girlfriend. Um, she's like the coolest person in the world. She uh, she uh, knows about your chakras. She reads tarot cards. And she loves P-Valley. And she's going to do this wrap-up with Lindsay because I cannot. So, ladies and gentlemen, round of applause. For Jasmine motherfucking Jones. Hey, welcome brum, back brum. to the show. It's been a while. Thank you. It has. Okay. So, excuse me for eating. White is terrible. Yeah, it looks like I set in the mood up there. Hmm. Oh, that's good enough. Look white. <laughs> so yes, um, so um, season two finale is coming out this weekend. So it's a finale already. Yeah, it's a finale. Unfortunate. Um. Anybody doesn't know, um, P Valley is a show that's on stars. They're in season two. Um, yeah, so the season two finale is coming out tomorrow. So, with all that's been going on, what are the highlights for you for season two? The highlights would be Roulette, seeing where she got her name from. I like that part. And then um, I guess we're seeing how everything unfolds. Uh, them trying to find that balance with like wanting to sell the club and then uh, not want to sell it. What about you? Um, I think Roulette is a good addition. Yeah, she's definitely a good addition. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I do like that we went more in depth with the character development with Mercedes and with uh, Mississippi, and also yeah. with Little Mercedes. Um, yeah, I like Little Murder. Little yeah. Homicide, I like him. Yeah, I definitely like like him, Little Homicide. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, I definitely like Little Murder. Um, 
what what was a low like for you? When I mean, I don't know. I mean, they kind of hinted to it, but uh, Uncle Clifford's uh, grandma mm-hmm. passed, and I think that would be a low. If that, like, they were hinting at, you know, she passed her passing, but they didn't confirm it. So if that's confirmed, I would say that's low. And mm-hmm. then um, watching Mississippi go up and down with uh, her relationship with her husband. I know a lot of people gave her uh, shit about like her dating the white guy and stuff that he's white, but like just her going up and down uh, with it, and I think it's showing it like in a true light, like how hard it is to get out of a relationship like that. Because um, I would say too in the past, I've said to people like like or I have thought like, why don't they just get out of the relationship? Why why don't you get out? And I think they showed a good portrayal of what it is like to how hard it is to get out of an abusive relationship. Yeah, especially with as much history as they have, you know, mm-hmm. um, I, like, I feel like that was a great idea to go ahead and give the backstory of their relationship because mm-hmm. of, <clears throat> just seeing the little, piece, the little pieces that we saw, um, you didn't necessarily understand why it why she won't leave, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that was a good thing. I'm, uh, um, I'm glad that they went on ahead and did that. Uh, so yeah, I am. Uh, I am thinking like a low light. Well, yeah, if she does pass away, mm-hmm. um, that would be a low light. Uh, but I I do like the fact that they are incorporating um, the virus with the storyline because yeah I like that too yeah because in real life that's the reason why the season two is two years later because it's because the virus stopped production mm-hmm. so. that's like the re re reopening mm-hmm. yeah I like so that. I think another I want I, it was definitely a low, but when um, oh his name's not coming to mind, but when Lil Murder's uh, friend when he uh, committed suicide in the car, like I didn't see that coming, like I didn't mm. think he was gonna do it, but I do think that I think that was a low. But again, they do such a good job of sh- um, storytelling, like showing like his pain and like leading up to it, like oh okay, well I see where he get this gets this hurt from but I didn't think I didn't think he's gonna go through with it I don't know why he would he would love this show I don't know why he acted like that he's seen yeah. Game of Thrones there's more dicks in Game of Thrones than there is in P Valley <laughs> and you know the thing the thing with P Valley is that even though the um, the premise of it is set in a strip club, of a female strip club, I do like the fact that P Valley goes there with the men because you don't normally see full frontal nudity, and is mm-hmm. yeah, and they do that on this show. 
So I I appreciate the fact that they go there, that they press that envelope. And then on top of that, they are they they do show all types of sex in this show. But they, yeah, people are, you know, all up in arms over the gay sex. And and I know. Excuse me. And they I show ready to watch it. It's not like, but this is the thing because it's not like that's all it is. It's just gay sex. Like right. season two and what three right, scenes? I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell y'all the truth. Listen, the only gay sex scene I've seen ever in life was uh Brokeback Mountain. And I seen this nigga spit on his hand. And and then ram the ram his uh, dick in that man's ass, and I just I, I I just ain't never been I've never wanted to ever ever see no shit like that again. This is walk away. I'm just gonna keep it one hundred with you. This is just close your eyes. Yeah, close your eyes. You know, um, there's more to the yeah to the show the than like said, yeah, gay sex. Yeah, there is a whole lot more to the show than just gay sex. You know, I will say it's, they show uh, gay sex more graphically. And also when I say graphically, I, I say it will be more shocking to other people. But I think it is done more like in a I don't know. I think it's done in like again in like a really nicely done way. Like if that's your preference, I feel like it's done in a nice way. Like, I mean, gay sex isn't my thing, but also back and watch like, oh, OK, they did a good job. It's not as like raunchy as you think it is like here here come your nigga like let me punch you in your throat like it's not like that it's really like these teens are very passionate and they again they show a backstory to it so that there's a story leading up to it so right. i like how they do it i like it right right and then you notice not one person complains about the lesbian sex you know what i'm saying no, no. mercedes up in there the mercedes experience not one complaint. Not one. Right. And if we want to be for real, that was prostitution. <laughs> Escort yeah. at its finest. Yes. Escort yes. at right. its finest. Yes. Nobody has a problem with that. Like they have a problem with the, the and they're and you're right. Like they're more they're more passionate. It's like they're making love. They're not just mm-hmm. lucky. You know what I'm saying? Right. So um, but you know, as far, I mean, as far as we have come, we're not where we need to be. Agreed. Because it, yeah, because like the the way that they had so much backlash from that scene yeah. with little T and Big T, that was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was so many men like I'm done. And it's like yeah. y'all know that they had a gay sex scene in season one, right? And then it's like I think they, I think this season kind of hurt their feelings a little bit more because it was too hard, niggas. Like I think, the, I think men can like find a balance with like, oh yeah, of course this one's gonna want to take dick, and like maybe he seduced him and want to take dick, but like when it's two alpha males, fucking minds blown when it comes to men. Like what the fuck is this? Right, right, right. I think you're right mm-hmm. about that. That was because they like one, two, three. That's enough. Not all, man. I have you seen the show? Have you seen the show? Then you can't talk. But to be fair, hold on. No, don't shush me on this. To be fair, I didn't watch P Valley 
before I knew about any of the uh, the gay shit. That's the okay. So, right now it's the gay shit. Okay, so what made you not watch it before you knew about the gay shit? I just didn't watch because I, I figured it was uh it was uh P Valley. I was like, okay, so it's a uh it's one of those um uh women empowerment shows that um you know they 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 come from a certain place, but you know they can they, they they're going places and they're doing it like claws. I I I put it in the in the category of claws and I was just like, well, I don't want to see that shit. Cause I mean, I just didn't like Claude, so I put it in that category. Like, I'm not gonna watch Big Valley. Mm. Okay, I don't know. and I didn't. Like every time that I'm watch, every time I watch it, and then um, it'll be like a scene. He's like, "What you watching?" I'm like, "P Valley." He's asked it like three separate times. I've watched the episode, so I don't know why he don't sit down and watch. Yeah, yeah, I feel That's like join <laughs> the movie. I won't. But you know, I've turned, I've turned a couple of people on to P Valley. Um, mm-hmm. Watched it with them, and they were they were actually enjoyed it. Um, I did try to watch I did try to get my mom to watch it uh, back when season one was airing. That was a fail. She watched it with me, but she wasn't gonna continue. I agree. My mom's more of like a I would say prude. She's more of a prude. She's like, oh no, like not prude, but like. She thinks ratchet. I don't know. She thinks and stuff like that's ratchet. I'm like, it's not ratchet. You but my dad your, loves it. Your mama grew up watching the women of Brewster's place. She's not gonna watch the women of P Valley. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think it's well written. I think it's well acted. You know, um. But it could be a great show. They said Empire was a great show. I never watched the episode of Empire. Um, I do think they did. Oh. Yeah. Empire was Empire was good in the beginning. Um, season one was awesome. Season two was straight trash. But mm-hmm. I continued. A lot of people stopped watching season two, but I continued. Season three brought it back and was really good but a lot of people don't know that because they stopped watching season two my brother liked empire he thought empire was the shit he used to try to tell me to uh, watch it all the time i'm like nah i ain't watching that shit yeah i i watched it i enjoyed it you know um yeah uh jesse is the reason why that shit went downhill yeah when um outside of the show antics but um yeah that's another conversation for another day but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe but, yeah. buy some of the black shows because i really never watched power either i watched an episode here and there but i've never got through power the only black show that i could i could say that i truly watched like that like faithfully was the wire the wire and you know honestly i have not seen one episode of the wire and literally everybody tells me how great of a show that is. And I said I, I was going to I've never watch. seen an episode either. Yeah. I said it's I was mainly men. It's a good show. And not you know what? I'm going to take a lot back of what I said cuz you know what? Um it was a show that I watched on Showtime that was full of uh alpha male gay sex. But I watched the shit out of it. It was a uh, a series called Oz about uh about the prison system. 
That was on HBO. Yeah, I was about to Showtime HBO one of them. Mm -hmm. I watched the shit out of Oz. So I if you can do Oz, so if you can do Oz, if you can do Oz, then why are you so apprehensive about watching P Valley? Because P Valley don't have I don't nearly as much gay sex as it did in Oz. They, they, they I, I, I don't know because I haven't watched it, but I, I, I can say this, and maybe that's just me. I ain't saying this is all man. But maybe this is me as a man. I, I watched Oz and I liked Oz. I thought Oz was a dope show. Um, I think I'm not used to watching, um, I guess, like passionate gay uh, uh, male sex. I'm not used to watching it. it like, because in Oz, niggas was taking it. It was some niggas that wanted to get butt fucked, but it was aggressive. And it was based off the story. And because I'm already, I, I already wanted to watch that show, I was willing to go through that. I'm not, I, I just, I already was turned off about watching P Valley. So, like, I was like, oh, well, I just definitely just don't, I'm not going to watch it. I mean, like you said, you was invited and you turned on the invite. So, yeah, I can, I can see why. Logically, that would make sense in your head because, like, aggressive is like somebody taking it. Mama said, "Lock my ass," type shit. Like, I get that, and you can. Yeah, it was almost like it still was an action scene. It was like, I don't yeah. know, because you did watch a lot of niggas get their ass taken out. Yeah, yeah, but, but it was like uh, it was the plot and the basis, and, and, and like I wanted to watch Oz because I wanted to watch like motherfuckers in, in, in prison. I don't know why, because prison scared the shit out of me. But as a kid, I wanted to watch this shit. Well, you just don't watch P Valley, babe. I don't know. Watch P Valley. Yeah. It's great. It has a good message behind it. I do like how they incorporate um, voodoo in it and making it not as like scary as um, other movies and as society makes it seem to be. Like I really like how yeah. they incorporate that in there too. Like yeah. Diamond. Mm, diamond. Oh. Well, yeah, I, don't know, I don't know why they portray uh, movies like Black Heart. Yeah. Well, I've known Diamond ever since the Have and Have Nights when he was Benny. So when I saw that, uh, I know Diamond. Oh. Yeah, because he played. Like he played yeah. Now, he does look different as Diamond than he did as Benny. So shout out to oh, yeah? his skills. Yeah, because um the character Benny was uh was somebody who thought that they was hard, but they wasn't really like, but he didn't walk with that confidence like he does, like Diamond does. Diamond mm. whole aura, his presence is his confidence is mm -hmm. on. It's on ten. Um, yeah. Once, like Benny, once he came into like a little bit of a uh, issue, he did stupid shit. Hmm. And he was, and although he was fine, he was he was he was annoying because <laughs> he was stupid stuff. And it was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? He would make okay. sometimes he would make worse. Like, yeah. So. Yeah. <clears throat> 
I'm pretending like yeah, I didn't so, see that. Okay. Right, right. And then on top of that, the actor, um, Ty, Tyler Letley, he's also in the show with Megan Good called Harlem. That's on Amazon Prime. And he looked good in a mug on that show, too. So, okay. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. Yeah, but he's at his best. He's at he's at his best as Diamond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? and it sucks that he's not um, on the show as much this season as he was. Yeah. Season. I'm just gonna chop that up to him being booked and busy in real life. So, <clears throat> I know um, they were saying. Um, I can't remember a girl's name in the show, but the girl with pink hair. That's his real girlfriend in real life. Yes, and she's pregnant, mm-hmm. and if she ain't already had the baby, I don't think she's had oh, the baby. They're going to make such a cute baby. Oh, my God. They both are so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, that's uh, Big Bone on the show. The DJ. Big Bone, okay. I like yeah. her. Yeah. I forgot. I wonder what she's going to do this next episode with seeing uh, Diamond kissing Mississippi. Like, the way she, I was like, she seemed kind of vengeful, so I want to see what she's going to do. I don't know because he, even though um, what happened between them was really fucked up from season one, he can't shake her. Because even in Mm -mm. their sex, you know what I'm saying? He was picturing Mississippi. You Mm -hmm. know? And she had so much going on that she wasn't necessarily thinking about him until she saw him. And it seemed like the world just stopped when she saw him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, even though we don't have no issues with Big Bone, we want Mississippi and Diamond to be together. Yes. So, yeah. um, yeah, This situation reminds me, I don't know why. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you can go. I saw uh, a meme or uh, tweet, something like that, like comparing like how it's Pocahontas, how... How she gonna choose like John Smith over what's his name like Coco Woman is like the same thing like how is she choosing like this white dude over Diamond every time? Well, every that's time. because we're looking at it from an outsider's viewpoint because mm-hmm. it seems like Diamond, you know, is everything better with him than Derek. However, Derek mm-hmm. has her heart. They've been with each other since high school. She took his virginity. You know what I'm saying? Right. He gave up. He gave up his life as he knew it for her. Mm-hmm. And so, even though he's fucked up, you kind of you kind of uh, empathize with him because he's a product of his situation. You know. Um, he was beat. I didn't by empathize his... with him after a while. Well, Not I feel Derek. like, that episode, but I feel like that episode where that where um, the episode that told their story, what you get in the background, I mean, like, yes, we we don't like him, but you kind of empathize because he's a product of his of his environment. You know what I'm saying? And then what all he sacrificed. You know what I'm saying? Instead of going with the status quo, he went against the grain to be with her, you know? So, and then on top of that, this is how he was brought up. He was brought up in violence. You know what I'm saying? Even though he was, even though his family was a prominent family and they were well off, 
his father, like he did, if he did anything, his father would beat his ass. You know what I'm saying? So this is what he knows. Now, at a certain point, you know that this, you know that it's wrong. You become an adult. You know what I'm saying? But he doesn't know necessarily how to fix the wrong. You know, and that's right. the part. That's why I didn't necessarily like, I didn't empathize. Like I'm happy they showed his backstory, but no, no, Derek still no, no, Derek still is shady at no. Nope, slimy. No, fuck Derek. No, <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm, he's, I'm he's done way too much. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, it's still, it's still fuck him, you know what I'm saying? But in the same breath, it's like I, I see why she is so very apprehensive on leaving him because when you get right. two things like, can be right at the same time, like, right, Diamond is like what we what i'm sure what she was derek was but at the same time no derek's still piece of shit like in the beginning right. yeah i can see her being like whisking her off her feet and like being her white knight and like i get that but before it turns into a control thing where he was starting to control everything she does and then start beating the shit out of her like he does no no nah. yeah yeah i i I'm with you on that. I mean, it's still it's still fuck Derek. It's just I understand. I understand more. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand more. Um, and it, and it makes more sense with the context. It makes more sense why she's so very apprehensive about leaving him. You know, them two kids. It's the two kids. It's they've been together since high school. It's the he gave up everything, you know what I'm saying? Like he was supposed to go to Ole Miss. You know what I'm saying? His family was pretty well off. Like his family don't really fool with him. And when they do, they fool with just him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then on top of that, he's probably having an issue with finding a job because this is a small town and his family is probably telling telling people don't fuck with him. You know what I'm saying? So it's a mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot that's involved with that. What's um I can't think of the girl's name. The girl, uh, what's her name? Uh light skinned girl who's trying to sell the club. I why can I think her name? Oh, because she got like a million and one names. Um yeah. Haley, Lakeisha. Yeah, I I do like how she told her story to to Mississippi. I like how she told her story to her. Yes, yes. I like that. Now that's one of the that's one of the things that I'm kind of over, and I've watched other people's reviews about it, and they're kind of over it as well. Oh, it her story, her, her storyline. You know? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I do yeah, agree on that. There's no character development with her. I do agree on that one. It's the same. Yeah, like same we kind of right. We kind of reached the end um, in mm-hmm. the finale season one, so it's like what. What more do we need to know about her story? You know what I'm saying? Now, um, I even and I'm kind of over the whole um, casino election. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, he was gonna like win now because I didn't expect. um, I can't think of her name either, but Mercedes' mom. I didn't. I didn't expect her to stay in the race. 
after they gave her that money. Right, Pastor Woodbine. I didn't expect her to just <laughs> Yeah. That, but I, I do think that they're going to need a whole lot more money to get her out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do um, see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because ten thousand dollars—that's that ain't doing nothing. That's mm-hmm. not enough to. Which, as we can tell, now I thought now that part <clears throat> when they did the um, early early vote, that part was silly to me. Having this pastor strip—well, she didn't strip, but she danced. She was like, on the pole. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was silly as hell. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was reaching. I'm like, do they really do this in New Orleans? Like they do they really do that anywhere? Like I Right. I, I felt that yeah, I agree. That was that was doing too much. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like the fact that she had the money guns and she was shooting that money out. Now that that was cute. <laughs> but, but the whole dancing, nah. <laughs> no. No, and then who so and so that like we'll see where Mercedes get her moves from. No, no, just <laughs> <laughs> now, no, right? So, not, it. not at all, not at all. Um, so what do you think is going to happen with the finale? Ooh, um, what I hope doesn't happen is another uh murder night. I I don't want that to happen again. I want, I don't know, something like the night to be successful. That way they can stop having this re-reopen. And then um, I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that Haley will uh, back off from closing the club. And I'm hoping that uh, they don't confirm about uh, Uncle Clipper's uh, grandma dying. Like, I don't know. I really liked her. I hope they don't uh, kill, my, kill my girl off. Right, right. I hope it's looking that way. It's kind of looking that way. Yeah, it's it, it's definitely looking that way. Um, I, <laughs> I do hope that Grandma Ernestine pulls through. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I don't know who's gonna win the election at all. I have no, no. idea. No. I think that uh, I think the money that Uncle Clifford got from Colton from beating <laughs> from beating his ass. Um, <laughs> that's the same amount of money. Yeah, that was a mess. That's that 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 I can see him closing his eye for sure. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't really show that. They showed it in season one, but they didn't really show that. Yeah, but I um, that's the same amount of money that Uncle Clifford. I mean that um, Haley. Paid for the pain. So I can see um, Uncle Clifford trying to buy Haley out. Because remember, she turned down the $5 million because she's trying to hold out for the 10. But now Mm -hmm. it's up to whether it passes um, election. Um, So She's like kind of gambling, you know, on that because if it passes on election, then, uh, well, if if it passes on election, then that's not a good thing for her. 
or no, that that's a good thing for her. her. If that's if old dude wins, yeah, I hope he doesn't win because I don't like him. But other than that, yeah, I don't, ooh, I don't like him. Yeah, all oh, the um, yeah, yeah, the dude running. That she, yeah, when his wife popped up and they keep finding yeah. each other, cheating on each other. Yeah, like that. I'm so tired of that whole storyline. Like, I'm so over it. Like, you... Yeah, like, you just so happen to have uh, a piece of property to make yourself a resident here to run. Now, all of a sudden, when you live in Atlanta, okay. Yeah, I don't like how... I think it was, like, the next episode, the wife... Or was it the that episode uh, that just came on, the wife was saying, like, this is what I find you doing. And like, he's getting mad at her all over again, but wasn't he cheating with Haley during their marriage? Yeah. Yeah, he cheated He cheated season one with Haley. Right, then found his wife cheating. Stuck right. like going to town on that fucking, yeah. oh my gosh, she's going down that fucking dick. And then she finds him, and then now he's acting like the victim, like, yeah, you deserve this. No, <laughs> no, you deserve watching your wife go to, she was going to town on that. You deserve that, sir. No. Yeah. Uh-uh. But so that's, how that, that's how that goes, though. You know what I'm saying? It's not who's doing it, but who gets caught first. And the other person yes. gets to play. You know what I'm saying? Yep. He's yep. Doing victim. That's and exactly key, what he's doing. Right. Loki, he's been wanting Haley since season one. So Yeah. Um, and then I also feel that Haley's pregnant. I do too. Oh, I forgot yes, I forgot about that. Yes, because um what's her name? Angel's talking about something about twins. I'm like, ooh, she got twins. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah I do I she feel like she's pregnant, pregnant. yep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause they cause they emphasize using condoms on the show. They make it a point. And the fact that they did not use it, I feel like they emphasized the fact that it was not used. So, oh, yeah. I didn't even catch that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What are you hoping for for the next season or the uh, season finale? What are you hoping for? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Haley's pregnant. Up, you know. I'm tired. I'm tired of her. (laughs) Whatever. I mean, whatever the case. I'm. I'm tired. I'm tired of them. Like, yeah. They can go walk into the sunset. I don't care. Um. Yeah. I'm not invested in that storyline at all. Um. I. I hope that if I'm gonna hope for anything, I'm gonna hope that Mississippi does successfully get away. Yeah, her getting away means that she's not going to be on season three. Yeah. So. Yeah, maybe she'll like maybe like little glimpse of her, like cute mm-hmm. little glimpse. Yeah, I do yeah. agree with you on that one. I do hope she gets away. Yeah, but the part that sucks is that if Haley is pregnant, that means that she will be there season three. Because remember, she's supposed to be leaving yep. too. Yep. Yep, yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, "Yep, she's gonna stay if she, yep, if she ends up pregnant." Right, and yeah, I would much rather. Yeah, I would much rather Haley leave and Mississippi stay, but <laughs> I agree with you on that one. 
as far as her, excuse me, I want her to get away. I want her to get away. From mm-hmm. You know, and I want to so. see um, where Mercedes' uh, relationship with her daughter still goes. Because that, I will say that relationship hurt my feelings. Even like watching her daughter walk away from her, like that hurt my feelings. I'm like, damn. So I'm kind of mm-hmm. see, like, I'm, I want to see where their relationship goes. That, yeah, that's a sad, that's a sad situation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because... <clears throat> If we just want to be real about that whole situation, Mercedes was taken advantage of by more than mm-hmm. one person, not just her baby day. She was taken advantage of by her mama. Mm-hmm. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they're lucky that Mercedes just ended up with the one kid. You know yeah. She's not a fucked up mentally individual. Yeah. You know? And I bet you that's why her mom hates her because she's not she's probably jealous of her you know for sure yeah oh yeah for sure yeah yeah because she's because mercedes is in a better off situation at her age than she than pastor wilbon was at mercedes age you know what i'm saying oh, yeah and she thinks she's so holier than now because now she's in the church but you're still you're still a fucked up individual at the end of the day like your core is fucked up yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh my God. I remember when she took that money from Mercedes the first season. Oh my God. I never wanted to go through the screen so fast. Man. Man. Oh, that was so wrong. Yeah. She lays, she lays that guilt trip real good. She's real yeah, she's good. She's good. Yeah, yeah, she's good. I think she, I, if, if anything, I can see her winning the election. I can so see her winning. Yeah, I can see her. I can see her winning. Yeah, because you know, <clears throat> some people that are morally fucked up have the gift of gab. Mm-hmm. And she has that. She has that. She has that. And yeah, she's, she's very lucky. Yeah. She uses it to her advantage or whatever. But I remember on season one, um, because I turned my friend onto it a couple weeks ago and I watched I rewatched the uh, series when he was watching it and I remember that scene when she uh, practically stole the money from Mercedes to open up that church and they mm-hmm. had that fight I was like mm-hmm. I don't see nothing that Mercedes did that was that was incorrect same you know? and like you can love your mama down. You can 100% believe that you are not supposed to put your hands on your mama. But that, right there, that thing. I, I don't see that going no other way. Like, that's the rule. Like, I got, I don't exactly. care. You know I mean? <laughs> like, I got yeah. I got to to you. Mama or not. You were, yes. She okay. worked hard for that money. And she knew. She's yeah. like, okay, I'm about, I'm about to go. I'm about to right up to the sunset and her yeah. mama took her sunset oh no Mm-mm. yes yes and it was mm-hmm. just like omg like I yes can't those are fighting words yeah she definitely yeah yeah 
It was definitely yeah. conflicting. I agree with like you're saying, like you, especially, I don't, yeah, especially I would say uh, being black girls, like, no, you're not supposed to like even talk back to your mom. So let alone you we watch So let alone watching, you know, someone, we watching like a daughter and a mom fight. Like we, you know, it's crazy, but at the end of the day, yes. No, that fight definitely deserved to, uh, yeah, to go on, no. Oh, yeah. There was, there was no, no, uh, no way you can get around it. There was no, no way. No. I will put hands on my mama for that. Yeah, no way. Because you I don't. Love you mama, don't but no way. Right. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, you do not wish me well. Like, you're playing this whole guilt trip on me for being a, uh, a stripper even though you're using the money to your advantage in the church that you're already in. And then on top yeah. of that, I'm trying to make life better for me. Eventually my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Get out of this, get out of this world that you're scolding me for being in, in the first place. And you yeah. take it from you take, and not only do you take the money from me, but you take the place that I was going to purchase the money or going mm -hmm. to purchase with the money from me for yep. your own personal you know situation because you're fed up in your in your uh situation at your church which i can understand because there was some sexist shit that was going on in her church but you went about it the right the wrong way there nothing wrong, of this right there's nothing of this that was of god like that's one of the commandments thou shall not steal yeah. soul to get this church no mm -hmm. I, I like I now I gotta cut you. That's the rule. That's yeah. the rule. I now that you said it out like that, I think again, that's why I just love P Valley because if I don't know, you really have to do to me and be like a deep thinker too, just seeing that balance, like what you said, like the stripper who like society deems as like the sinner versus like the mom who goes to church and supposed to be this, you know godly person is actually the sinner, stuff like that. Like that's why I love P Valley. Like it's just has such good storylines like that. Like yes. Yeah, it's multi it's multi late. Still ain't supposed <laughs> to get your mom. He ain't watched it yet, so no. he can't. You're not supposed to. You're not supposed to. You are absolutely correct. You are not supposed to hit your mother. However, but when the alignment high up, yes, uh, however. Go ahead. No, go ahead. However. You're not supposed to go steal ahead. from your dad. So that <laughs> that there, yeah, that that's not supposed that's to happen. There. <laughs> no, not right. none of that. No, you're right. So, right. um, well, but, Sarah, are you ready to hop back in? We're almost a crackhead. The shit gonna happen, huh? My uncle sold a bunch of shit from his kids. We didn't want to put our hands on our uncle. Oh no! All right, so are you ready to jump back into your show? Yeah, I can jump back in. All right. We're introducing y'all's your vulgar co-host. Yes, Troy. Not the vulgar co-host. <laughs> the vulgar co-host, huh? Uh, well, fuck it then. What's popping? <laughs> well, we want to thank Jasmine for coming on to um discuss the yes. Yeah. Yes. So thank you, Jasmine. Thank yes. you guys. That was fun. Yeah. Love yeah. It. So we we'll have to come back and discuss the uh finale next week. Yeah. Look, she's all for so, it. Right. 
So now we have the fucked up song of the week, which is brought to you by The Weeknd. It is his song called 28, which was on his mixtape from years ago. This is an old weekend song. Old yeah. weekend song. Um, do you want to read it? Uh, let's see. I'll, uh, I'll text it to you. I'm so wrong. I'm so wrong. To let you in my home. Now you know where I sleep. Hey, hey let's, let's, um, Sidebar before we get into before I get into this song. Um okay. uh, I I I I want people to recognize that like eight years ago when when the weekend came out, this I mean well he didn't come out eight years ago, but I'm saying when this song came out, this nigga had damn near the most identical Michael Jackson vocals I've ever I think that's why I really like because he was trap Michael Jackson. Yeah. yeah. Like, I like uh, the weekend and he reminded me so much of Michael. Yeah, he mimicked him a lot back in his early days. And he also, on one of the mixtapes, he uh, redid Dirty Diana. He did. And that shit was a banger. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I like early weekend. You know, um, weekend, I mean, he still is for the most part, but he was on that list of people that you listen to when you're depressed. Yeah. Because he made some very great depressing music. Yeah, when he first came out, he was, for me, it, it was he was super... Uh, he was super dope music. Like, like he was, it, it was dope. He was, because he, he was on dope. Yeah, that too. That too. And then it was different. It was different. Um, yeah, I mean, he's cool now too, but uh, his early shit was dope. His early shit was dope. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah. But um, so. let's get to this song. Okay. The title was 28 by uh, Michael Jackson Jr., a.k.a. The Weeknd. Um, uh, okay, I'll just use the regular old white guy voice for this. So let's pull this back up. My screen then went black, so let me pull it back up. Okay. 
All right. So, um, 28 by the weekend. Verse 1. This house is not a home to you. But you decide to go ahead and lay down, lay down. Now, there are no words to describe the depth of your indifference. Because I see you're here to stay. Should have known to pick my fate. Oh, no. The chorus, I'm so wrong, I'm so wrong, in parenthesis, to let you in my, to let you in my home. Now you know where I sleep. Now you know where I sleep. Never felt so damn weak. My golly. Verse 2. Hey there, lonely girl. Did you have to tell your friends about the way I got you screaming my name? I wish that could happen. <clears throat> Did you have to tell the world? Now your girls all want to. That's a bad word. Um, okay, screw it. Now your girls all want to fuck. Girl, you could have been the one. Gotta change my number twice a month when you could have simply kept it on the down low. The chorus again, I'm so wrong, I'm so wrong to let you in my, to let you in my home. Now you know where I sleep. Now you know where I sleep. I've never felt so damn weak. So damn weak. Like that last time I was in that crazy place with all those uh, colored folks. Uh, verse three. Baby, if I knew you'd be living in my sheets, I wouldn't have shown you any love. I would have left you in the club. You said you don't belong. You keep saying there's no one and there's nowhere to go. But who keeps calling your phone? I'm so wrong. I'm so wrong. I am so wrong. Chorus again. I'm so wrong, I'm so wrong to let you in my, to let you in my home. Now you know where I sleep. Now you know where I sleep. Never felt so damn weak to let you in my, to let you in my home. Now you know where I sleep. Now you know where I sleep. I've never felt so damn weak. 28. 28. By Michael right, Jackson Michael. Jr. <laughs> AKA The Weekend. All right. All Any right. thoughts? Um. <clears throat> 
Now, I know when I um, initially heard this song and used to play it often, um, I initially thought the song was just talking about somebody that he smashed that became obsessed. And now he's regretting even messing with her. But reading the um, the meaning behind the song, it's kind of like a metaphor for, because he's a very like closed off private person. At least he was back then. Um, he kind of still is now, but he uh, he is saying this like he feels weak and vulnerable in front of his fans now that he's opened up. So I can kind of see it being that way too. So and. And I can see that being a problem as well because you're so used to being a private person, but this day and age, like fans have to know everything about you. And when you try to, when you try to open up, especially when you're not that type of person, when you try to be that way, I can see you feeling, feeling some type of way about that. Um. But uh, what are your thoughts behind it? I'm in a hundred percent agreements. Like when um, um, I heard the song, like I told you, it could be a bunch of things. Like if you're just going on the surface, it'll be like you know he put himself in a trick bag, and uh, you know he he's he's with somebody that uh that that he doesn't want to be with like he, he's in a he's in a bad situation but if you look at it through what he's saying you know he could be talking about you know um like you said opening up and being around the media and, and you know uh being overcome by that um further listening to it like i told you and then watching the video i did i, I feel like i like that was his personal demon. Like, like he was he was singing to his personal demon. His personal demon, you know. Uh, we don't ever know what or what people were fighting, and I feel like what he was fighting was uh he he let that in, and he didn't know how to you know. He, now they're stuck with him, like right. Uh, and maybe it is his uh, his chase for fame or his chase to be somebody. Mm-hmm. You know. Because watching the video, it, it remind that that's what it it took me to. Yeah, yeah. It was like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, dealing with fame. There's pros and cons, and for him, that was a con. You know, because life as you know it has changed. Yeah, and um, he's fighting, fighting with that. Like you want. You want to um, you want to um, share your talent, but you don't want to share everything. Yeah, and now he's yeah. and now he's just forced to. Right, right. So, um, so yeah, like I I used to play this song a lot. It's just a like. Like I like the audio of it is just dope, you know. 
And did you know this when I, when it, Yeah, when you let me listen to it, I remember. I was like, damn, I used to did bump the shit out of this. Yeah. But like when I was bumping it, I really I was looking at it on the surface level, and that like looking at it for the fucked up song of the week. I'm like, damn, this motherfucker really was a powerful ass song that had a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, I mean, it's it's living with the regret of something. You know what I'm saying? Because you're you're trying to get somewhere, but you have but you don't want everything that comes along with it. So like, if we're looking at it on the surface level uh, and just taking the words that are in the song at face value, you want to fuck this chick, but you don't want what comes with fucking this chick. Right, man. So, yeah, and it's just too much. Yeah, it's 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 very deep. It's it's a better song than I thought it was. It was always a good song, but like even digging in it, it's it's a better song than I thought it was. And it's a real fucked up song because it can be translated in so many different ways that people can relate to. On a downward spiral. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. You know, I was tempted to play it because it's a mixtape song, but then I also know that they did put it on iTunes. They put it in the, um, the trilogy. And so that was like three of his mixtapes put together, and they put that on iTunes. So I was just like, you know what? Not even gonna try, but I will encourage anyone who's listening to go listen to the song because it is a really cool song. And like like we said, we love uh, the weekends early stuff. And this is yeah, I'm I'm not even if 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 you're a fan of the weekend for his new his new stuff, and even that last album he did really was amazing. Not even gonna lie. Yeah. But if, if you're a fan of that and you never heard this old shit, you need to check his old shit out. Like, cause this nigga's phenomenal. Yeah. 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 And I just remember, like, I think the first time I heard him was on um, Crew Love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I had a friend that just like went to YouTube one day and just start pulling up all his stuff back then. So <clears throat> yeah, I've been I've been an early weekend fan. I bought the first album. Like a lot of people think that um was that the Madness album? What was the name of that album? A lot of people think that's his first album and that's not yeah. his first album. Was it the Man in the Madness or I forgot. Let me let me pull it up. Uh, Beauty Behind the Madness. A lot of people think that's his first album, and it's not. Kiss Land is his first album, and I did buy that. Yeah. So, yeah. And Kiss Land is pretty much old school, old school the weekend. So he didn't really start changing until he did uh, until he did uh, Beauty Behind the Madness, or. Not even necessarily Beauty Behind the Madness, but when he did that song "Worth It" for uh, Fifty Shades, yeah, I think that's that was the turn. But but yeah, 
But yeah, yeah so he was, he, he was he was he was attic approved. I, I was, you know. <laughs> I'm not, you know, I'm not pulling no punches just being totally one hundred. Like I was an addict back then, and he was addict approved. Like, listen, it, it's it was some lyrics I totally related to. Like what in particular? I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not even gonna incriminate myself like that. But uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like he was. I, I I fucked with I, I fucked with the weekend tough. Yeah. Like I was like, damn, this motherfucker hard for real. Like mm -hmm. I loved all them crazy ass mixtapes. Right. I think just because he was harmonizing some shit that you don't really say, especially like in Cruel Love. Like he went hard on that girl in Cruel Love. Like it was like golly, like. Is it that bad? Like, let me pull just for argument. Let's pull it. Let's pull it. It's that pull bad. It. Yeah. Cause I was like, God, wait. Is it is this seriously? Let's see. Take your nose off my keyboard. What you bothering me for? It's a room full of niggas. What you following me for? This ain't no fucking sing along. So, girl, what you singing for? It's cause we blowing like a C4. Got the whole crew blowing like a C4. It's like, damn. Did you really have to go that hard? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah, so that was 28 by the weekend. Um, what are Jerry's final thoughts? Um, I'll keep it light and sweet for Jerry's final thoughts. Um, we have, uh, you know, in this episode, we have went through, um, you know, some foolishness. We went through some uh, some woke nigga fuckery, what I, I'll try to call it. Because, you know, uh, we we seen something that could have started a shit storm. And, uh, and then when, when, when a lot of things unfolded, you kind of get the big picture of, of what happened. Um, I think um, at this point, man, I really want us to start uh, start um, putting our phones down and actually witnessing an event. You know, actually be a part of it, actually feel it, and 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 know if it can go haywire or if it, you know what I'm saying, or if it can get settled. Um, we as a people were so caught up in a a drama moment almost like uh a crazy ass vine that's that's only seven seconds but it gives us seven seconds of bullshit we so caught up in that that we don't uh as a people we don't access um the the real truth and the value of anything anymore and i think we need to uh get back on that um you know, I hate to say put your phones down because a lot of y'all who are viewing this or even listening to this are doing it from your phone. Uh, so I, I, ain't, I ain't saying knock us down, but I'm saying like at one point, you know, put the phone down and actually experience what you're supposed to experience. 
without trying to make it a a, a, a social issue or a meme. And uh, as always, take care of yourself and others. All right. So that was episode 55 of the issue we talk. And we will see you guys next time for episode 56. Bye. Exactly. <laughs>